baseball season is heating up. Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. Everywhere I've been going today, people are still talking about the Super Bowl from last night. It's Jason. Welcome to Drive Time. Glad to have you with us today. It was fun, wasn't it? Come on. National Football League, whether it's scripted or not, they're doing it right. Viral moments, check. The love story, yes. The script, exactly as one would have expected it to be played, yes. And then the surprises. Overtime game, the ads. This is from my physical therapy appointment this morning to dropping off my car at the body shop. This is what people are talking about, which is, I don't know about you, what your biggest moment was. I'd love to hear it at 651-461-9226, your favorite moment. We'll talk about the ads coming up uh, at 335. And we'll talk a little more about the game with Dave Schwartz at 530. So lots of Super Bowl fun for you this hour. But I think the the reality is in a time where everything is contentious, this felt sort of like just good old-fashioned fun. Even the is Taylor Swift going to – take off her face mask, reveal herself as Joe Biden, and tell everyone that the vaccine that was in uh, injected into her body now controls all of our minds. Uh, to me, it was largely good fun. I had a good time, Dan. You? Well, and that was, you know, the takeaway that I had, and I've had this over the last couple of years now, is as much as I detest the people that run the NFL, and their greed. You really hate them. I guys. really don't like those yeah. people at all. I really think they're not good people and they're not. It's just, it's this tension between the fact that I really detest those people and the product that they put on is far and away the most entertaining thing out there, period. Not just in sports, but just on a, you know, whether it's TV or film or whatever other form of entertainment that you enjoy. You would be hard-pressed to come up with something that as consistently delivers the goods as NFL football, specifically NFL playoff football. That game, while it started slow, but of course at that point we're still wondering how often Taylor's going to show up and what are the ads, and there's plenty to occupy us early on. Right. But like end of that second quarter through the rest of the game and end in overtime, that's as entertaining as sports can be. This this is why you don't uh, exclaim that, the game is boring in the in right. the first half because you don't know. You just don't probably, know. Probably won't be. And the track record is it's going to get better in a hurry. The Kansas City Chiefs are a dynasty. Two Super Bowls in a row. Patrick Mahomes is so exciting as a player. Mm-hmm. Overtime win. The biggest moment, though, was just like the cute, Biggest celebrity in America. In America? In the world. I mean, you know, you can with make the, the argument. Biggest, uh, with the biggest, with just the cute 
tender moment. I didn't want to get sucked in by that, but there I was. And the it ju- was so sweet. Absolutely. And Travis the- Kelsey and Taylor Swift, that photo, those yes. photos, that's, that is what people will remember the most out of this Super Bowl. And then there's the juxtaposition, though, of that moment versus the Travis Kelsey that was unhappy with his coach on the sideline. Yeah. How great Screaming and bumping them, you know, and so it's all of that, right? It's all of the drama. It's all of the when you got. Don't you want to know what they were yelling about? Oh, absolutely, right. But and when, his answer was so good, where it's like, well, uh, it, you know, until the mic'd up uh, audio proves otherwise, I, I just wanted to, you know, whatever yeah, he said, yeah, like yeah. tell him uh, how much I love him. But it was when in that overtime session when San Francisco went down and then got bogged down and had to kick the field goal. Yeah. You looked at the clock and you thought about it and you said, you've now, as San Francisco, just given perhaps the greatest quarterback of his generation, Tom Brady would still like to have a word, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But given just this sensational quarterback, an opportunity to drive his team down the field, score a touchdown, and win a Super Bowl. What were the odds that was actually going to happen? Even on the fourth down play. Yeah. I, at, at no point could you have sat there and go, well, it was a good run. No, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to figure it out. And that just the drama of that drive and the scoring play and the way that it was all set up, it's just it, the NFL's pro, the product yeah. is the best. It just is. And I'm as big a baseball fan as there is. And the World Series simply cannot as consistently deliver the goods the way the Super Bowl and the way the, the NFL playoffs do. It just can't. A lot of textures agree with you about the NFL greed. Yeah. What I find interesting, I guess I've never given the management of the NFL a second thought. Until you have you said that how much it bothers you, I could not give a crap about the management of the NFL. What why would it be anything other than slimy and greedy? I don't know. It's a giant corporation. Yeah. Like that is what it is. That's what it is. You can you can certainly make that argument. Why would anyone think? Why would anyone expect otherwise? That, this is how I go through life without being disappointed at people. Well, I just expect. I expect they're going to be. Horrible. They're just going to be horrible. Because my detestment of them isn't from failed expectations. It isn't because I expected them to be good, moral, and upstanding people. It's. We all have that opportunity, right? But it's yeah. the degree to which they not only aren't, but they are so comfortable in flaunting how they aren't. I tell you the moment that it really peaked for me. When they suspended Tom Brady for not turning over his cell phone because a deflated football scandal was going on for longer than they suspended Ray Rice for on video punching his girlfriend and knocking her out on, yeah. in an elevator. Yeah. When that happened, I'm like, okay, I know where our priorities are. I know what kind of people these are. I know what they're running and what, what they're most interested in protecting, and it isn't people, and that I had a huge problem with that. Yeah. And that's one of many, many, many examples. But that's the one where I'm kind of like, I'm out. I mean, I'm in out. a way, the reason we get to feel this way is because we see some of that machinations. Like, you yep. don't know what Microsoft is doing. You Absolutely. don't know what Google yep. is doing or any of these other yep. – we don't know. So – I, 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 and and fair. That's absolutely right? a thousand like, percent I don't fair know, point. Like, but I use the same argument with the people that say, you know, well, sure, sure. In baseball, we know which guys these guys were doing steroids, but we don't know who else was doing it. Okay, fine, but that doesn't mean if we know that this particular people are doing bad things, are cheating, or doing whatever, yeah. we get to point at that and say, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that we don't know that other people aren't also doing it doesn't mean I just any don't less care. Wrong. I guess I don't care. And you're welcome. Like to that, say, yeah, absolutely. You're welcome to not. You know. It just Does that make me a bad person no. for like morally, like the morality of 
you know, a texter just says the commissioner is not worth $60 million and then stalling his contract because he demanded health care for life for his entire family. Like, w- why isn't the commissioner like they paid it to him? Give it. Well, and given the amount of money. Look how much the NFL makes. That the league makes. And he's in and charge. He of protects the owners. Deals. Yeah. He's the commissioner for the owners. Like, I have a problem with that. I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of Roger Goodell at all. I don't think he's good for sports. I don't think he's a good person necessarily. And he's exactly the kind of person that the owners want in that job. Yeah. Yeah. So you can like, be both. He can be both very, very effective and just right. it's not good. Right. Yeah, it's funny. Like, So what's interesting is when you ask me to think about what, what the best moments are, and maybe, the, maybe well, I, I don't know. I just can't imagine, like, if you're thinking about what, what were the most memorable moments of the Super Bowl? Like, I I feel no like no guilt about like oh well these guys are you know the NFL is bad and these people I don't know it's just like I'm just so I'm, I'm not claiming that anybody else has to feel no that guilt at all. everyone texting in totally agrees with you so I just, so no. many I'm glad you vocalized yeah. it because many people feel that way to me I just enjoy the spectacle I enjoy the fact that. Uh, all over America and all over the world, most people were watching that as it happened, Absolutely. which is an, which happens in almost no other part of life today. Yeah. And we got to watch a very competitive, exciting game. Yes. We got uh, a pretty good halftime show. Sure. I thought Usher was pretty good. It's it's music that connects to a certain point in time in my yeah. life. So it was very nostalgic. I thought it was good. Um, for me, it was really having the whole family. My family was together. So we all watched it together. We had great food. Uh, and it was a good time. There were funny moments, mm-hmm. like when I uh, sang along with Usher at, at a particular lyric that maybe wasn't appropriate for... <laughs> My wife's mother really? who was in the room. Uh, but, you know. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. The spirit moves you to sing. You're just you singing sing. along with Usher. Oh, and sometimes the lyric is maybe not going to be right. Um, so I enjoyed all those moments. I hope you guys had fun. Keep the text coming. We'll have ad talk. So if you want to talk about the ads, we'll do that coming up in about 20 minutes. We're going to break. I have some thoughts about the craziness of our alcohol laws in this state could this session give us a first step to being able to do something as simple as buy a beer at the grocery store we'll talk about it coming up here on ccl we all know baseball is a long season i'm brett boone from the brett boone podcast this summer take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game so far this year i've had conversations with randy johnson Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is absolutely absurd that you cannot buy a six-pack of beer at the grocery store. Doesn't make any sense. I, if you disagree with me, I would love to know why, because I cannot come up with a single reason other than, well, this is how we've always done it. Minnesota's liquor laws are a joke. They are. 
We have a three-tier system. So you have the producer, you have the distributor, and then you have the liquor store or bottle shop. In some towns, the city runs the liquor store, which originally was created for cities with a population of under 10,000, the theory being like, well, maybe like a regular liquor store wouldn't want to set up shop there. Over time, some of these small cities grew, and they were allowed to keep their municipal liquor store like Edina. Should the, should the government of Edina be keeping out Total Wine or Haskell's or Top Ten Liquors or any Certics or anybody else who wants to? No, to me, that's it's ridiculous. You, you would not allow this in any other category of store, but alas, here it is. So over the years, we've tried to change things, and uh, nothing happens because those city governments are entrenched interests. The... Unions that uh, drive the uh, beer and wine and spirits around, the Teamsters, they're an entrenched interest. And certainly if you're a, 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 a liquor store, you know, why would you want the competition? I get that. I'm also conflicted because if you sell beer and wine and spirits at any grocery store that wants it, There's no doubt that some of our great bottle shops are going to go out of business, and I don't want to see that happen. So what do we do with this? Well, I think what we're looking at right now is an opportunity to dip our toe into what is the right thing and not blow up the whole system. Bipartisan support right now, according to an article in MinPost, To let beer into the grocery store. Real beer. So right now, the liquor store uh, is the only place you can get real beer. But 3-2 beer is allowed for grocery stores and gas station and supermarkets, that sort of thing. We are the last state in the country with the 3-2 law. Because it's stupid. Everybody else has gotten rid of it. We still have 3-2 because some, because you can go to Target or go to Cub, and there is the 3-2 beer. So Matt Klein, the DFL rep for Mendota Heights, a senator, state senator, has a proposal that would allow, you know, if you're allowed to sell 3-2 beer, now you can sell fully leaded beer. You got to get the permission of your city. So a city could say no, a county could say no. But Matt Klein is looking at this from the same perspective I had when I first moved to Minnesota, went to the Target in Plymouth, bought a beer, and then went across the street to the liquor store to buy a bottle of wine and was looking at the price. And I'm like, how come? How come beer is so much more expensive over here? And they're like, oh, well, that's fake beer. You bought the 3-2 beer. Who are we protecting? What What is the logic of this? One texture. I feel bad for the small business liquor stores if this were to happen. Here's the thing. The big box 
liquor stores, the, the, the stores that I mentioned, Total Wine. Haskell's has what? Ten locations. Uh, top ten has ten locations. So MGM has 30 locations. Those guys haven't put out, put, put the small liquor stores out of business. You should be able, and also, why are we in the business of protecting those little guys? That's just not how the world works. That's not how it works. There, there are a couple areas that we have these backwards laws that were built out of morality, not out of business. And it's sort of been bastardized into this discussion of like, well, we got to protect the small business. But that is, the small business needs to protect themselves. They need to provide uh, more service, which most of them do. Do I want to go buy a bottle of wine in the grocery store? No, I don't. I'm going to go to the local liquor store because I value the expertise. I like going to Solo Vino in St. Paul and having Chuck help me out. I like going to 1010 Washington and having Don help me out. I, I, I like going to France 44. I like that kind of service. And wouldn't it be convenient to just grab for your Super Bowl party a case of beer when you're at the grocery store? This just seems like a no-brainer. Like, our law, it's goofy. And if you're arguing... Like, well, we need to protect the small business owner. Another texture, don't need this just for the convenience of the average person to the detriment of small business owners. What other category of sales, of marketing, of anything do we have a law designed to protect a certain small business owner? It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. And so it's time to be logical about this. Dipping a toe in to me is a good idea. And I hope the legislature legislature can get this done. There's still a stopgap for cities or counties to say no. And some of the crybaby cities and counties out there will. But the reality is, I, I, you could go anywhere and buy a cannabis or a THC gummy. You're at a, you're at a clothing store. And they're selling gummies. But God forbid I buy a Miller Lite at Cub Foods. Someone makes sense out of this to me. Oh, wait, you can't. You cannot. All right. I got more worked up about that than I thought I was going to. It just doesn't make sense. Next up, I'm coming after your car dealerships and the stupid Sunday that we have one industry in the world that is allowed uh, mandated by law to have Sundays off. I would like this. I would like Fridays off on this show. Could could the government pass that law? All right. Back to Super Bowl three thirty two. Three thirty two. We are going to talk uh, about the best Super Bowl ads. Uh, it's going to be good. I want your text, your favorites. I want to know what you got. Uh, we've got oh, we've got two great guests for you coming up ad industry expert and another ad industry expert. We'll get reactions coming up in a minute here on CCO. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone podcast. Every week we look at the state of major league baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone podcast on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.